It's the Last Call podcast with Chris Michaels at the beginning of another amazing week of broadcasting amazingness. And this is not going to be a long one because I'm tired. I did the radio show last night. And how much more broadcasting and podcasting can one person do and not get paid for it? So quickly, there is riveting news coming out of Georgia. And that is that that's right. The dotard, the shuffler in chief, Joe Biden, supposedly won. Uh, Georgia, the state of Georgia, by a scant ten to 11,000 votes, just like he won Arizona by ten to 11,000 votes. So voter GA came out today and basically blew that whole thing out of the water. They came out with 15 points that they need to go on, specifically when it comes to auditing the erection of 2020, 17,724 final certified Fulton County absentee ballots have zero ballot images. So what does that mean? It means that they did not keep the ballot images for the length of time that they are legally supposed to do it. This is a federal crime. Federal crime. All 374,128 in-person Fulton County ballot images are missing and cannot be authenticated. Federal crime. Bear in mind, Biden supposedly won by only 11,000 votes. And there you are, 374,000 images are missing. 132,000 of the 148,000 mail-in ballot images are missing 16,000 mail-in ballot images have been authenticated and were added days after scanning to the files which means illegal it means that what they did was they found out how many votes biden was short by and they said oh yeah that's right it uh all these votes went to biden these mail-in ballots they went to biden and then they added it days later 4,000-plus tabulator images have impossible duplicate timestamps, which means we have a temporal issue here. Not tempora, temporal. And that ultimately means that you've got multiple votes occurring at the same time when they are not allowed to. 140, no, 105,000 images have, uh, in a thousand batches, have impossible duplicate timestamps, which you can't have. Images in 288 batches, which is a bunch of votes, have backfilled timestamps, which means that they decided to call the vote for Biden and then counted up how much they needed to make their vote basically counted, and then just decided to timestamp it at whatever time and date they wanted to. All ballot batches were improperly forced to adjudication to faci- uh, facilitate tampering. Okay, so adjudication is what uh, we brought up time and again. Adjudication is when you use, uh, well, all right. So adjudication is when a poll watcher determines how the ballot should be read. In other words, if you mess up your ballot and you go to submit it into the machine and the machine can't read the ballot, somebody has to shuffle over there and get their fat fingers all over it and say, yep, this ballot went to Biden, when in fact it probably went to Trump. 
So, improperly forced to adjudication means they just counted those ballots however they wanted to count them. It probably had to do with the type of paper that those ballots, those fake ballots, were printed out on because there's a certain thickness that these ballots uh, have to be, um, that they have to abide by uh, from a printer. So 10 ballots were impossibly adjudicated in one minute by one user. Not going to happen. You can't do 10 ballots in a minute. Uh, On and on we go. So what does this really mean? All but two tabulator closing tapes for early voting are unsigned. And this represents 315,000 ballots. In other words, there are three over 300, well, if we count everything, over 600,000 ballots in the state of Georgia alone that could potentially and should be thrown out if we're to abide by federal law. And now we're supposed to believe that the next election, these upcoming midterm elections, we're supposed to believe that this is going to be honest Honest as the day is long, do we really honestly think that that's the case? Do we think something like that? No, of course not. Of course not. So things in the Ukraine are heating up. And I'd really like to know how many spineless idiots that took the booster shots and wore the masks and shamed people into getting inoculated and shamed people into wearing masks when they didn't have to are also now supporting the Ukraine and the neo-Nazis over there. I don't care how you slice it. If you support the Ukraine, you are supporting neo-Nazis. That's just how it is. And all you have to do is a Google search for the Azov Battalion. And people don't want to hear it. People don't like to hear it. But that's the truth. So I tend to lean that Putin may not have done the right thing. But he probably is justified, according to international law, to do what he's doing. And by the way, you've got 44 million people in the Ukraine. Okay? Out of those 44 million people... How many tens of millions of people have cell phones? How come we don't see any of these supposed firefights? How come we don't see any occupation forces? The only tanks that we're seeing from the Ukraine happen to be armored personnel carriers. Think heavy-duty buses with guns on top and tank treads. That's about it. You don't see any of the major firepower. You see some artillery pieces. But you don't see any main battle tanks anywhere. You don't see any massive dogfights in the air with jets shooting at one another. You don't see any of that. The only time you did see that is through fake propaganda videos that the Ukraine and the West is putting out. And it's happening all over again. I mean, there was a video that came out on Friday, and you saw rows and rows of supposed body bags. So just picture a whole bunch of bodies covered up in big black plastic trash bags, and you see rows and rows of it. Well, they only show a little clip of it. And if you actually see the, and they, you know, they saw Ukrainian soldiers dead, and you know, on and on with the propaganda. But if you see the full video of it, you actually start to see that these supposed dead bodies move. And one of these dead bodies miraculously comes back to life and lifts the trash bag off of them and says, do we need to continue with this? And they quickly put it back over once they notice that the cameras are still rolling. Not only is that bad, 
it gets even worse because this video that supposedly came out of the Ukraine is actually from a climate change protest in Vienna from 2018. So once again, we've got nonsense edited propaganda bullshit coming out of the Ukraine, coming out of the West, and we're all supposed to sit there and believe it. And when you got a lovable fuzzball like me that looks at this and says, you got to be kidding me, this is the best that you've got, and everyone else, all the maskers are out there, all the six-footers are out there, they're saying, oh, this is real, we have to go in there and support the Ukraine. Do you? Do you understand what's really going on? I mean, you have the Steve Harvey of Eastern Europe, President Zelensky, he's calling for a no-fly zone over the Ukraine, and he wants the Americans and NATO to enforce it. Now, if you know what a no you may not know what a no-fly zone is. It's what, what happens is a country goes over another country, destroys any sort of anti-aircraft weapons, like missiles and anti-aircraft guns, and then said country, in this case it would be NATO and the United States, they would then shoot down any Russian planes that were flying over Ukrainian airspace. That's a third world war. And that's what these morons want. And then you've got all of these psychopaths that talk. I mean, this was, I heard this last week. That they want, there's a 40 mile long Russian convoy in the Ukraine that's about to surround Kiev, uh, but it's due to traffic jams and logistics. It's not going very far, supposedly, and that's the propaganda, but we'll, we'll go with this for our scenario. They're all saying that the Americans should use stealth bombers and stealth fighters to attack the 40-mile convoy at night so that nobody knows who the real attacker is, and so they destroy all of these Russians, which is a blatant act of war, and then Russia doesn't know who to go after. I mean, these are the psychopaths. I mean... You have been rooked and you have been speckledorfed for the past two years about COVID propaganda. Dr. Malone, a big, big, big meeting came out in Florida today. Uh, Dr. Malone, Governor DeSantis, talking about COVID, talking about how the, the government manipulated us. The government spent $1 billion last year on COVID-19 vaccine propaganda. That's what they did. They took your tax dollars and created a gene therapy platform that manipulates and alters your DNA. Then they said, if you don't take this thing, you're going to get fired from your job and you can't participate in society. By the way, your tax dollars funded the making of that vaccine. Then Pfizer uh, paid $2 million to the FDA to basically fast-track the mRNA inoculations, then we find out that the federal government uses $1 billion, $1 billion tax dollars, to create all sorts of fear porn throughout the United States, throughout all of 2020, all on your dime, all on your tax dollars. So we know the game. And now all of a sudden, all of these people suddenly think that the mainstream media and the federal government is telling you the truth about what's going on in the Ukraine. 
I mean, how much more cognitive dissonance do we need to show as a glaring example of brain-dead morons out there that don't have two brain cells to rub together and that they're not capable of critical thought? They're not capable of doing Google searches. They're not capable of vetting the sources of the news, current events, propaganda. I mean, how it's just mind-boggling that people cannot connect the dots. And that's why you listen to me, the lovable fuzzball of podcasting, Chris Michaels. And this is the Last Call podcast with Chris Michaels. So one last thing that's important here. And uh, I brought up last week how one of the reasons why Russia invaded the Ukraine was because the United States was funding these biolabs. Now, what's a biolab? Basically, think of Wuhan lab in China, where they research deadly diseases. They create biological weapons like, I don't know, the plague and COVID-19. And they also create very, very bad chemical weapons like, I don't know, mustard gas, chlorine gas, that kind of stuff. I'm not saying they did exactly those things, but I'm using those as examples of what they use, uh, what they create and what they fund in research with these biolabs. And I explained to you how they did it. Basically, the United States outlaws this kind of research. The United States government does not want the United States military or anybody else to research this kind of stuff on its own soil, so they outsource it to other countries that don't mind taking the money and don't mind doing the quote-unquote research. So Russia says, guess what? We know that the United States is funding these kinds of weapons of mass destruction on our border in the Ukraine. And we have very, very good intelligence that we anticipate somebody in the Ukraine unleashing these kinds of weapons so we better invade before something else goes wrong here now this kind of justification is more than likely legal under international law i brought this up last week too imagine if russia overthrew mexico installed nazis and then created biolabs throughout mexico on America's border. What do you think America would do? They would go into Mexico. They would stop all of that. But for some reason, Ukraine is a big deal. Well, we also know that there are probably other things going on in the Ukraine. So we find out, Russia released on Friday, that the Ukrainian government, this is uh, basically, uh, who is this from? Public Health Center of the Ministry of Health of Ukraine. So poor translations. But this went out to Kiev city centers of disease control and prevention and also another area in the Ukraine that I cannot pronounce. The Ministry of Health of Ukraine in connection with the imposition of martial law in the Ukraine in accordance with the decree of blah, 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 requests to ensure the emergency destruction of biological pathogens used to ensure quality management system laboratory tests in the attached order. What does this say? This says that the, the government of the Ukraine is fully aware of the biological and chemical weapons that are being created in their territory with United States money. And they need to destroy these weapons in a way that doesn't create a huge problem for the rest of the world. So this went out. The Russians have it. And they released these documents. 
We even have the funding for all of this. And it is, uh, you know, that you can find it on beckernews.com. And they on there, they list all the areas. It's all the areas that we brought up last week. The main objective of this program, and now this is per the uh, United States Embassy in the Ukraine, is to implement EIDSS at the site's of uh of the state sanitary epidemiological service of the ukraine blah 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 okay so what they're saying is this is the excuse that the united states uses is that they funded and created all these centers to make sure that no biological or chemical weapons are getting into the ukraine nobody from russia nobody from china is putting those bad weapons there no because the united states has a lock on the market only the United States is allowed to fund and create and generate those weapons of mass destruction in the Ukraine, not some other country. And I suspect that Hunter Biden has something to do with this, too, because his dirty fingers are all over this country. So this is what happens uh, when you try to pull this kind of thing. You had the foreign minister, Sergei Levrov, foreign minister of Russia. We have data that the Pentagon is preoccupied with the chemical and biological installations in the Ukraine. The Pentagon built two labs, and they have been developing pathogens there in Kiev and Odessa, which is where they went first. And now they are concerned that they may lose control over these labs. And you know what it may be like in the future. And the Americans declined flatly and resolutely to start an inspection mechanism as part of the Convention for the Prohibition of Chemical Weapons. And they build new chemical and biological facilities all across Russian borders. The CIA, I mean, he's going on here, the CIA has been on the ground in droves and they have been training the Ukrainian army not to wage a war with Poland. And when developments in Iraq happened, when the United States claimed it was a threat to the United States national security, Iraq. Did anyone ask back then why the United States decided to bring a country 10,000 kilometers off its coast to order? When Russia says there is a threat to us, they start telling us that there is not a threat. But you know, we will decide what is needed to provide for our security, and it's close and next to our borders, and we will not go 10,000 kilometers away. So, Russia is using the same logic that the United States used to invade Iraq. Except this time, I do believe that Russia will, in fact, find biological chemical weapons of mass destruction, including, possibly, dirty bombs in the form of nuclear waste materials that they were trying to detonate. This is The Last Call with Chris Michaels. As always, you can find me, like me, and share me on Instagram and Twitter. Last Call Caravan. You can also go to Anchor and Spotify and whatever else. Find me there. Google search Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. Like me, share me. Spread the word because I noticed there was a significant drop in listeners. So... I need you people to gin up the numbers. I need you people to share me around because we want more people on the Last Call Caravan.